what a week for Dynamite. And Jeff and I were afraid for the last 10 minutes we wouldn't be able to bring you a, a reaction to it. But goddamn, what a show. Um, last week, last week I was I was down on it, as you guys know, and, and I said it was my, maybe it was my state of mind. Today I came in, you know, full guns blazing, and I think and I think the show um, got off to a raucous start with two of my favorites in there, and Sammy Guevara versus Hangman Page, and it just carried on from there. And I really enjoyed tonight's show. Really had really kept me uh, intrigued the the whole way through. same thing to Dusty and broke his leg in what 30 some years ago um, I like that callback I like the uh, I like the fact that Excalibur really was the voice of the show tonight without Tony there uh, it seemed like Excalibur really took over the play-by-play and Jim was what we wanted him to be just that color guy no I want him I actually want him to be a mute but go ahead I, I, I when, when, when when he when he said when there was a three count and he said uh, or two count, I mean, and he said, wow, that was closer than 19 is to 20. I wanted to smack him in the fucking face. I really like that Navarro-Page match. I felt like it was done perfectly for both the characters. I felt like the right guy got over, or I, I felt like the right guy went over in Page because he needs to win, but I still feel like this is another amazing performance by Sammy Guevara that got him over at the same time. Even with the loss, it got him over. I liked... And, 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 and you know what? And you know what? You know, to, to, start the sh- or to start the show, they were showing a scene from, from uh, AEW Dark where Paige was saying he was going to take P- Pac's head off with the buckshot, yeah. and then he wins with the buckshot. So it looks like they might be going with that, trying to get that over as one of his finishers. Yeah, I, I felt like the women's match was good. I liked all of the tag matches. Every one of them, all three of the tag matches, I, I absolutely loved, um, including and I hate to say it, but the Orange Cassidy spots. Were <laughs> they were. And, and you know how much how down I've been on Orange Cassidy, uh, but I really he's starting to grow on me, especially his. Yes, you have. You've really been going down on Orange Cassidy. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> you walked right into it, man. You walked right into it. <laughs> Hmm. That Tony told, I felt like pulled me really out of the show, and it took me a while to get back into it. 
other down spot I felt was with the uh, the contract signing. And as much as I liked the callback to the Horsemen, it borderlined Kofi. Really? Yeah. See now, see now, I I loved it because I felt like. You know, we we saw the same, and you you mentioned the Dusty Rose thing, but I remember back when uh, they did that to Barry Windham, and then and then you know Dusty, and then Dustin was out there saving him, and, it, and we got the, and it ended up being Dustin and Barry against um, the Dangerous Alliance for a while, you know, against against Anderson and Zabisco. Um, Right. No, I, I know what you're talking about, but I, but it, it, I it, I think just because Dustin was involved in that whole situation, it, that's it, the callback to me was when it happened to Wyndham. Oh, and I, I, I guess I was going more with the, the whole horseman versus whatever. But no, I get it. I, I don't know. It just I it was it borderline hokey for me. It, it, the first thing I thought of when I saw it, and especially with them escaping in the SUV, mm-hmm. was back to the lawn dart incident with the NWO. Well, see, you know, one thing I really liked about it is that it, is that it was we got some more Jack Hager badassery in it, you know, because right. I mean, he, he because he because he was just like t- totally tramping Dustin and and you know I mean I've I've been wanting Jake to to come out there and just because I mean we've seen him do some things but I mean this was the first time I think we actually saw like his pure raw power and everything in action, you know. Yeah. The fact that that happened during the commercial, and they never went back to it. That's fair, yeah. That was, I mean, I'm, I'm okay with it happening during the commercial, but they should have at least came back and said, hey, this just happened. Yeah. And played it off like, hey, this is live TV. We didn't know this was going to happen, but look, we'll replay it right now. Yeah. Instead but th- of coming back and playing, you know, scenes from earlier in the night. On the plus side, the beatdown of Rock and Roll Express by Proud and Powerful was just awesome. And I told you they were going to go with Proud, Pride, Proud and Powerful. I told you they did last week, and you're like, no, I didn't notice that. Well, no, they didn't the music, <laughs> but they still called them Santana and Ortiz. They finally went to the Proud and Powerful. I know. And, and you know what? You, you and I hated that name, but honestly, as heels, I think it works. I, I think I think you know it's a great it was a great decision if they were going to use that name to, for them to be elite, to be heels for a while and then maybe once if they ever turn babyface again we'll be used to it by them but I think it would have been a terrible name for a couple of babyfaces to come in with yeah, you know but 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 when you're like just being complete assholes and psychos and you're attacking people calling yourselves proud and powerful is a really strong statement. Did I just lose you again? Jeff, are you there? I'm gonna to try to get him back because I've lost him again. I'll be right. We'll be right back, guys.
Welcome back. Yeah, this time Skype crashed on my end. Yeah. Great. Both of our ends are getting our ass are getting reamed tonight. That's wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, anyway, what a mess. <laughs> uh well you know you were talking and so I was just, I just said we were I was gonna try to get you back. So Oh, okay. Um, I forgot what I was saying. Well we talk we're talking about Proud and Powerful about how they were coming in. So Yeah, I like the fact that they they were prominent in two beatdowns on the night too. Uh, they right. Were the whole Dustin beatdown, but they had their own little they had their own little interactions with a couple of tag teams, including destroying Legends with a flapjack. That um, uh, that that was the other cringe moment that Jim Ross gave was when he said there could be quarters in there. It's like really, does that look like a quarter in that sock? <laughs> be a roll of quarters. No, it can't, Jim. Look at the size of it. It's not a roll of quarters. That was the other cringe moment I had with him. Maybe it's a roll of silver dollars. You don't know. It, it would have had to have been like 14 rolls of silver dollars. Did you see how wide that was? I did. I don't know where they buy bars of soap, but Jesus Christ. <laughs> there was something big inside there. But I, I don't know. I, li I like the whole thing. The, the one part that, that, again, I thought was maybe a bad timing. I know they wanted to get that that spot with the um, with the power bomb. Yeah. But the fact, it, and it's something that's always bothered me, when a tag team is getting beaten down like that, and they're just getting beaten down, it's not like they're fighting back. Why does it take until after the big spot for the team, other team, to come out and say? Or when anybody's getting beaten down. You always get that. It's like they're not that far in the back. They're no. They're just standing right behind the curtain. So why does it take so long for them to get out there? It's just one of those little plot holes that I always... always well, you know, well, but... Okay, so I agree with that to an extent. But let's also think about the fact that the Young Bucks are also the producers of the show. And they have other, they have, they have other duties. So it makes a little bit more sense with that. Well, it's, it's one of those plot holes I've always kind of overlooked, but it's one of those that just really sticks out like a sore thumb at times. True. And, and you know, it's for the, it, this wasn't like other beat downs where it takes people a while, because you could be standing back there, oh, my buddy's got it, like he's fighting back. Yeah. Uh, Ricky, Mo uh, you know, these two did nothing. They got jumped and just laid around and did absolutely nothing. So it's not like they were fighting back or, they, you know, could stand back there and go, oh, they got this. Uh, the other thing I really liked is that is the you know the the cowardly actions by Proud and Powerful when where you know when the Bucks came out they ran away immediately and then when uh, Kenny Omega tried to step in for the you know help the Bucks later on again they ran away immediately. So yeah. so it was just like it was just like totally um, I don't know like just like a total showing of you know, cowardice by those guys. So, you know, they'll, they'll strike when they have the odds, you know, when they have the odds against, uh, on their side, but anytime the odds turn just a slightly, I mean, even just Omega there, when, when the Bucks had already, been, had already got their asses kicked by them, they still just take off. It, it's, it's a perfect heel move. They're, they're slimy heels and they're playing it to perfection. Yep, exactly. Um, you know, and the, the, again, Kenny stole the show. I felt like between him and Guevara, they had the two best performances on the night. Oh no 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 no! They did not. The best performance of the, no, the best performance of the night belonged to fucking John Moxley. Yeah, I'm talking about actual. And I just cursed again. God damn it! Okay. I do agree that that 
was the moment of the night, but I felt like the in-ring performances were Omega and Guevara. Oh no, I I agree with that, but I'm. But Moxley, that was that was the best promo of the year. Yeah, that was amazing, and and you know I've been I've been we've been waiting for, you know, five weeks of television, almost exactly because it was it was you know with like twenty minutes to go in the show, and and we were waiting we've been waiting you know ever since he showed up for him to get a live mic and his and and he just like totally blew sh- blew shit up with it, you know I mean I mean I mean I mean this is. It's not pipe bomb because it's not. It wasn't like insider type stuff, but it, but at the same time, he ripped everybody in that organization a new asshole. It was well, great. Not just that organization, but every organization. True. I mean, he just he just went off on everybody, and it was it was so nice to just have him just go off on script and not have to get in his corny lines like he used to have to do. You know, I haven't seen that kind of fire out of Moxley since well before he moved to NXT. I mean, we're talking like Dragon Gate back in 09. Right. That's probably the last time I saw this kind of fire out of Moxley. And even his stuff in New Japan and even his stuff up until now in AEW has kind of borderlined on that comedic stuff. But he on this one was just on fire. And this was the Moxley that I've been waiting to see. Yeah, it was great. And and I totally agree with him. I totally agree with pretty much everything he said because it's like... And and yeah, it's great. It's great that it plays into the paranoia of his character, but at the same time, I mean, why did this match become now a uh, what are they called? They're not. Even, he said unsanctioned, but they called it something else, like a free for all. Lights out. No, it's a lights out. Match. Yeah. They're, it's it's they're gonna do like they did at uh, what was it? Fight for the Fallen or was it Fighter Fest? When it was him against Janela, where they're gonna end the show and then they're gonna come back for this match. Right. Well, are are they? Yeah, I guess they probably. Yeah, I guess they probably will. Which means that the world title is not going to close the show, which is kind of weird. Well, yes and no. Um, I, I I'm happy that it's not because oh, that was another disappointment too. Um, I didn't. Maybe I didn't catch it, and if I didn't catch it, I'm sure 98 percent of the rest of the viewing audience didn't either. But did they? I I I am not sure about that. I I wouldn't I wouldn't uh, underestimate your own stupidity. So. Did they? <laughs> Pack. They alluded to it, but they never came out and actually talked about the judges and how it, you know, once it gets to a time limit draw, it goes to the judge's decision. Did I miss? Did I miss that? What are you talking about? I never heard them say anything about it. What judges are you talking about? Did I miss something? You didn't. Well, Cody kind of briefly mentioned it uh, in the cab ride with uh, Tony Schiavone about how once it goes to a draw, it's out of his hands because then it goes to the judges. But it was all over Twitter this week that AEW is getting rid of the um, time limit draw. Once it's a time limit draw, it goes to a scorecard, and they've got judges sitting ringside that'll score the match so that there's a definitive winner. I didn't. I do remember Cody, Cody mentioning that, but I guess I didn't know what he was talking about, so it kind of like slipped my mind. So it's, so it's, so it's, so it's not just for title matches, it's for any match now? I guess I don't know. They didn't explain it. <laughs> That's what I'm saying is they never, they didn't, they didn't explain it. came up on Twitter. Cody or somebody announced it on Twitter this week, uh, and then it caused a little bit of a buzz, and then they started the show talking about Pac and um, Moxley in their uh, time limit draw last week, and then how Moxley kind of exploded after that because it w- you know ended with a draw, and then Cody kind of mentioned briefly in the cab about how if it goes to a time limit draw, then it's in the judges' hands. 
but they never really explained what the hell the stipulation is or what it w- it, it was just kind of left to lie like it, like you just said you you heard it but you didn't really know what was going on because you didn't really see the stuff on Twitter so if you weren't following people on Twitter that were talking about it you have no clue what the hell they're talking about okay so i just looked i just googled the, what you're talking i just googled it so AEW reveals a three judges stipulation for Chris Jericho versus Cody match at full gear there will be a winner when Chris Jericho puts the AEW World Championship on the line against Cody at full gear on November 9th. AEW announced Tuesday that a three-judge panel will be counted upon should Jericho and Cody fail to have a fall within the 60-minute time limit. In the event the time limit expires, the judges will vote for who they believe won the match, and the results will determine the champion. Right. So, so it looks like it, it looks like it's at least it looks like it's set up for this one match. But I, but I, I'm totally fine with it going, you know, being for all their title matches going forward. I'm totally fine with it for being all. Mo- all matches. I mean, you, it, boxing goes full twelve rounds. They got a judge's score no matter what the match is, or bo- uh, the fight is. And it says three esteemed. It says three esteemed judges. So I so I'm gonna I'm gonna right now on October thirtieth, eleven days before the show happens, ten days before the show happens. My bad. I'm gonna say that one of those judges is gonna be Magnum TA. And the other one's gonna be Diamond Dallas Page. Most likely, yeah. So it was one more guy. Where's the show? It's in Pittsburgh, right? Uh, full Gear is in Baltimore. It's in Baltimore? Yeah. Uh, I have no clue then. I don't know who a wrestling legend in Baltimore would be. No, but you know who it should be, don't you? Yeah. The Yeti. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I mean, I mean, he's gonna be at uh, he's gonna be at Starcast anyway, so. That'd be, that'd be just be great if there's like, you know, the first two judges announce it, like, you know, Matty MTA and then you know, DDP or... Are you back? There is a poor connection, it says. Alright. Well, let me end this thing and try again.
so so as so as I started to say um, before before we lost each other again, I think it'd be amazing if you know Magnum TA like votes for um, Jericho, and then DDP or whoever the second judge is votes for uh, Cody, and then the Yeti is like. I don't know. It'd just be hilarious. Well, it'd be, it, would be it would. It would be. It would be a vote for all mankind. Jeff is what it would be. That's a good point. That's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like people are having trouble hearing us too. So. Oh great. Us or just you? Um, well, it says friend Kathy. It's just me. Yeah. So I say probably because every time I close Skype, then I have to switch that audio shit again. So. So let me get you back on here. Stupid Skype. I know, it's ridiculous. And it, and it keeps going to default communication device. Maybe I just need to set the cable input thing as the default communication device. Alright. Talk. Uh, hi. Alright, so now she should be able to hear you. Sorry about that, okay. Kathy. I know, I know you like Jeff's dulcet tones more than mine, but... You know, dulcet tones? Really? Sometimes, sometimes <laughs> I have to deprive the world of, you know... Any sexiness that's more than mine, which doesn't exist. So, anyway. Um, <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, to recap what so, I said, blah, 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 blah. There. That's everything that I basically said. Yes, and that's a recap of every show we've ever done from him. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much, yeah. <laughs> that is pretty much it. I got it. Uh, uh, so, anyway, uh, um, so, not yeah, real sure. So, you mentioned the women's match being really good, and I agree. I thought that was I thought that was superb tonight. Um, I really I, I really liked it. I liked I, both of them. I did too, and and you know I you know they were talking about you know the Shanna I think her name was Shanna I think right, um, you know being like like world renowned <laughs> and you're really lucky to have her. I'd never heard of her before, but I really enjoyed what she brought to the table. Yeah, yeah the um, yeah I agree. I I enjoyed it too. I gotta turn my phone over to my kid because his tablet died and why would we be sleeping well because he fell asleep with the tablet on his face last night so well yeah he's, I, he's, he's afraid of the trauma of that happening again I just probably he just came, his tablet died <laughs> um and while we were in the middle of readjusting he comes out here and says i'm scared i don't want to be in there it's like come on really are we gonna really do this tonight yeah apparently we are but you know, so, what? We, we we had a kid free Monday night, so you know it's it's time for him to show up at nine thirty on a Wednesday. It, you know, that's a good point. That's a very very good point. But he's got my phone now, so now all of a sudden he's no longer scared, and he just went back to the bedroom. <laughs> um, one thing I wanted I wanted to mention before you know I forget to mention it. it could, um, you mentioned all the tag team action tonight. I really in, like those tag team titles. I think those I do too. Gorgeous. And I felt like.
we piss off? <laughs> What's that? Who did we piss off? I don't know. I didn't These kind of problems. I blame on you. I've, I've been having a great day today. I've, I've, been, I've made lots of people happy. I had a great day. Yeah, me too, by stopping talking. Do you know how many people just got excited because my voice dropped again? Uh, three? Yeah. yeah, all three of our listeners. <laughs> anyway, what were you saying? As we, what were you saying? Was we I don't remember. Oh, I, I felt like it was the right move to have SCU win the titles. Um, it closed that storyline between the, him, them, and the Lucha Brothers that they pretty much opened at that attack during the interview. Um, it got the Luchas over a little bit more as the heels that I think they're going to be, and I, I felt like Jim Ross said it right. They are so hard to cheer against because they're so damn good. The Witcher Bros? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean... Especially, especially Ray Phoenix. Phoenix. Yeah, Ray Phoenix is basically the one that's hard to cheer against. Pentagon I can cheer against. I Well, Pentagon I can cheer against because he doesn't even know who the hell he is. But, Pretty much, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, Phoenix is still... I still need to go watch that match I talked about last week, the, the Phoenix versus uh, Kenny match. I need to find that on YouTube still. Oh, that was an after dark. Was that a dark match? No, that was a Triple E World Title match. You told me that you already. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that was. I need to go find that because I, I just, I love Phoenix so much and I love Kenny so much. You know, I just, I, I really wish. I mean, it's a good. I don't like the fact that SEU are the first ever tag team champions. You know, I don't buy those guys. I don't get behind them. Um, so it's it's a it's a bit of a. I, I'm not gonna say a thorn in my side, but it's a bit of a of a shoulder shrug for me, unfortunately. But I kind of I like it better than the Lucha Brothers because I felt like the Lucha Brothers were, um, it, it, people were saying it's either gonna be the Lucha Brothers or S or, or uh, Young Bucks from the the moment it was announced that they were gonna start this uh, start a tag team division. But you weren't. You were saying it was gonna be proud and powerful. That's who I picked before they announced the brackets, yeah, because I felt like they, they were the team that really should have. Oh, my goodness, Arlo. It is bedtime. Thank goodness you're going to your mom's tomorrow. She is going to enjoy you being cranky. <laughs> um, yeah, so, I mean, I, I'm just saying that... You, I was going to say before you, you know, before you mentioned that, that the only reason that I, you know, the only reason I would like it is if that means that, you know, we're going to see a separation of the Lucha Bros and Ray Phoenix can, can be a singles wrestler rather than being stuck with Pentagon. And I know there's other people I that think... feel different, that feel the opposite way, that, you know, that, that Phoenix is kind of, that, you know, Pentagon's kind of stuck with Phoenix in this situation. But for me, I've always liked Phoenix better, at least since Lucha, yeah, since Lucha Underground days. And I agree. I'm the same way. I've always been a bigger fan of Phoenix than Pentagon. Uh, I want Pentagon to go back to his Pentagon dark uh, that he was when he first came to Impact um, and that he was when he was on Lucha Underground. And I want Phoenix to be the breakout star that we know he's going to be. And I think they might have enough tag teams now that they could actually do that. Yeah. I think they do too. Uh, You know, whether, whether they want to do it or not yet, I don't know. I mean, if we, if we uh, have to go like a year, you know, a year, year and a half with it, to be a tag team, you know, I, I'm not going to be happy about it, but I can definitely live with it. I just think that eventually they need to get away from that, and those guys need to be singles performers. Well, they need to go back to the single stars that they were. Yeah. I mean, they've only been essentially a tag team since they won the MLW titles, uh, like, what, a year ago? 
before well, they were, that. They, yeah, they, I mean, they were teaming up in in uh, Impact, but I don't remember it being a, on a regular basis. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't a consistent thing. It was just a hey, the brothers are teaming up. Right. Um, it, they didn't become the Lucha Brothers as a tag team until they uh, challenged for the MLW Championship. Yeah, the tag team championship, and that's when they, you know, kind of. That's when MLW tag champs, right? Yeah, they won that tournament. Um, and then they, you know, they just kind of stuck together after that. But before that, they were single stars. Yeah. And, and I, 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 and I, and I really think that's where they shine. Yeah, and I, I, mean, I, I do. Mean, yeah, I mean, they're they're not a bad tag team. I'm, I'm going to say that right now. They're, you know, they're a good tag team. It's just that, you know, I don't necessarily like their style. Okay, let me change that. I like their style a lot since they've come to um, MLW or to um, AEW. AEW. I mean. But before that. I wasn't a big fan of their style because just, it just seemed to be no psychology, all spots. You know? Yeah, and and, and, I, and and we had talked about that before. How we think that working with the with the Bucks, who you people who you know people used to think were were uh, all spots and no psychology, really helped Lucha Brothers establish their that fact that they could be, you know, they could break out of that shell as well. They could be storytellers, basically, you know, exactly. which is. Something that they, you know, that neither one of those teams, I mean, two years ago we were saying the same thing about the Bucks is they don't know how to tell stories. Um, then all of a sudden they had that amazing match against uh, well, Rapungi 3K. I never, I, n- I never uttered those words in my life. Oh, I did. Multiple times. I know you um, did. That's what I said. Me, but we being you. They had that amazing match against Rapungi 3K where they actually told a great story and then Matt took that story the entire year. Right. You know, and, so... And, I mean, but the thing is that, you know, um, when you're only getting a certain amount of time to do your matches, you, you can't really tell a great story. So I never thought the folks no. weren't capable of the storytelling. I just thought that they didn't, weren't getting the time to do it, which turned out to be the case. And because they were always thrown into four-way matches or, you know, triple threats or ladder matches, they never really had one-on-one matches. And when they did, it was a two- or three-minute match. That is also correct. You know, once they finally, I mean, they really shown in when they finally got that one-on-one match against Rapungi 3K and were able to go out there for 20 minutes, they put on a hell of a show and showed us a lot. Yes. And have just improved ever since. Now they're starting to get to that point where they can tell a story in five minutes in multi-man matches and things like that. Speaking of which, that was a really fun triple or uh, three-way dance. Not three-way dance. Uh, six triple threat. Tonight. Yeah, the trios match. I like that they're calling it trios now too, and and I like that they're separating the win-loss record. Like they, when Kenny came out there, they're one and one in trios matches. Yeah. Oh, what the hell was that video before their match? Oh, that was great. Oh, it was fun because it was you know a retro video game thing. But what did it have to do with anything? I love the fact that they badmouthed Kushida. <laughs> Or not what Kushida. It had, what um, it had to do with was you know, Ibushi. If, if if you if you're following everything going on with the elite, like the Bucks were basically down on Omega, because um, you know because of his kind of attitude lately, you know, and and uh, that he wasn't there for them when uh, he didn't show up when um, the Inner Circle first first attacked at the end of the first show, and this was them kind of like showing that they're back together again. Again. Ah. Okay. I don't know. But again, I, I, you got to follow everything going on with the Elite in order to, to catch on to that stuff. And I just don't have time to watch being the Elite Yeah. with everything else going on. I mean, I barely have time to watch the shows that we do watch. Right. And I, and I kind of feel bad that I haven't, that I haven't been, had a chance to watch the latest uh, uh, AEW Dark yet, but I, I simply haven't. You know? I haven't been able to watch any of them yet. 
the AEW Darks have been, they're right there with uh, NXT. If I have time, I'll, I'll watch them, but I just don't have the time. And it, it annoys me because there's been some great matches on it. So, so as far as you know, it's just a rumor so far that they even exist. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just I haven't had the chance to watch it. It's like, yeah. um, and especially now when in, with NWA Power coming out and right. the greatness that they're doing. Yeah, it's it's hard to it's hard to devote more than you know one show to any organization right now. It's even hard to do that. I mean, it, our a lot of our companies that we used to follow hardcore are now only pay per views. That's about the only time I can watch them. I, you know, I do a quick run up be- before it to get caught up on the storylines and then watch the pay per views. Right, but I meant like you know, like we're following AEW, but it's hard for us to follow more than one AEW. Show oh yeah, time. yeah. I I can get Dynamite in, and that's unfortunately about it. I got to get caught up on everything else, so it it kind of falls by the wayside. Right. I'll get to it eventually. I'll be like seventy when I do, but I'll get to it eventually. <laughs> Hopefully YouTube's still around by then. So you know, I I I know I was all I know I was also like getting um, I was also like wrapping a couple other things up, you know, and getting this show prepped, uh, you know, as far as getting you know like the the all the apps ready to go and getting our caption on LOP ready to go so that you know we could we could have the show broadcast and everything and have it ready to go when we started. But still, um, and it, and it certainly could be just because I was distracted by all that stuff. Um, but I, I really felt like um, the and and do you tell me if I'm wrong about this? But I, I really felt like the main event of the show was not as good as the rest of the show tonight. I felt like it was the third best match on the well fourth best on the night because I still really like that woman's match. Yeah, but fourth out of five. Yeah. But I still which, felt like I still great, felt like it. Great, I mean, it, which, which isn't great for a main event. I mean, it's, it's I almost feel like that match should have opened the show. Yeah, and I was actually kind of surprised that it didn't. I I was really thinking it was, but then when you look at the way the ma- uh, the night panned out, it makes sense that that was the main event. It does because you know we're because, getting because that first had, ever champion. Had, first ever champions, and they had to set up the, you know, they had to have proud and powerful, you know, out there to attack. Um, Rock and Roll Express and everything, but right, but it, but it right. really felt, and also the, you know to be there to attack uh, the Bucks later on too. But but it's still, but still, I mean, it, to me, um, just because of of the quality of that match versus the versus the rest of it, and the fact that um, I don't know, I thought, I thought the show starting out with a t- with a championship match would have been kind of cool. Yeah, I, and I agree with that, and, and that's kind of been their mo is starting it out with a um, you know a tag match I, with a, with the exception of the first ever Dynamite. Every other one has been a tag match to open it, hasn't it? Um, I don't remember that far, so maybe. Well, because we had the private party beat the Bucks. We had last week was, um, I think last week was SCU beating. Yeah, because SCU got attacked a couple weeks ago. I don't know. I'm not even going to try to think right now. My brain is mush. Between all the wrestling and my job, my brain is just mush. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, I know it's at least three out of four because I, right. I know, like, I know there was at least two weeks where it started with tag team title matches or tag team title well, tournament matches, I should say. Right, right, yeah, and I, I think you're right. I mean, outside of it, 
Frankie, I felt like a couple of times might have killed himself. <laughs> that hurricane run off the over the top rope that looked like he broke his damn neck. Yeah, and I think that might be why there was some times later on in the match where he looked like he was going in slow motion, and maybe he really was, you know, trying either hurt or trying to shake it off, and he just and he just could barely move at some of those and, moments. And then after that, and seeing how he was after that, to watch him go through that table mm-hmm. was painful to watch. Really watch. painful to watch. Um, but um, I felt like, and I know you, I know you don't get behind the guy, but I felt like Scorpio Sky put on a hell of a show in this match. I really do. Well, again, he may have. I, I did, like I said, I, I was. Like I said, I was distracted, so maybe I was just you know wrong about what was going on. But it, but but you're right. I mean, I don't get behind him simply because I think he's overrated. You know, I mean, to, to me, he's always seemed like, I mean, yeah, he's athletic, okay. But there's so many athletic guys out there in the world. You know, it, it's just hard for me to look at a guy that's just that's just athletic and be like, okay, so what what you got? You know, and and, and it, you know, it's the same way I felt about um, Flip Gordon until he started impressing me with his character. Yeah, once he turned heel. Well, even before that, with the stuff with Bully Ray last year. Oh, yeah, I guess the thank you, sir, may I have another segment he did. Yeah. You know, that kind of was his turning point, too. Yeah, so, I mean, um, I mean, it's not that I... I mean, I'm, I'm always willing to give a guy a chance. You know that about me. But mm-hmm. so far... Unless his name is Sean Spears. So far, Scorpion Sky, Scorpio Sky just has not really stood out to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and Spears, I, and, and Spears. To be fair, I did see he had a great match <coughs> all out against Cody. I didn't all right, fair enough. So yeah, I think he deserves to have those spots. Fair enough, you did. I, I had to take my dig. <laughs> you had to take your dick and do what? Oh Jesus! Now we're going. We're trying to keep this R-rated for a while. Dick is not R-rated. Let's go PG thirteen. <laughs> So we well, could someday mean, expand. That would, mean, that would mean you have to be able to count to 13. Oh, I'm too tired for you tonight. <laughs> um, <laughs> another thing I really want to mention on, I want to mention on this show is they started that great thing with Randy last week, and they continued it this week. I thought that was a really cool segment with her and uh, Awesome Kong tonight. I missed it. I, I must have missed that. Did you? Yeah, I don't it, remember seeing Brandy or Awesome Kong. Yeah, they did this whole thing where like Brandy was like there for a ritual with Awesome Kong, and then they, sh- they and then they cut to her in the bathroom like drink- like drinking something out of the glass that Awesome Kong had done with her in the in the ritual. Oh, well, I missed that completely. How the hell did you do that? I was probably chasing a toddler. I'll have to watch the replay for that. Is that a euphemism for something? No, I have a toddler. <laughs> Remember, he's interrupted a couple times tonight. I know you do. I was, I was just being me. Oh, like I said, I'm too tired for you tonight. But no, I, I think the, the the highest spot of the show was Moxley. And by far, the highest spot on the show was him. And then I, I really liked the performance by Guevara to start the show. And I really liked the performance by Omega. Hey, are we not? Are you not going to give any credit to Hangman for that match? I thought I felt like the second time you said that you said Guevara and you haven't mentioned Hangman and I know you're a bigger fan of Guevara than you are a page but come on give me a break no it's because I expected because I expected more out of page than I do out of Guevara like Guevara is still building his character page has had a character that was pretty much ready made for him 
but yet he's been struggling since AEW started. So I think this was a, this was a strong turning point for him tonight. Well, he hasn't technically been struggling. He's been struggling since the the um, all out. But I mean, he was red hot, pumped up as their next as their first ever world champion. You know, going to be the first world champion for the the solid month before that, or four months before that. No, he was their world. Cha- he was their, their you know bent that way by default. He still had no real momentum behind him. No, I I agree, and we've talked about that before. I, they didn't build him correctly, but he was he did have, um, he did get a lot of press. Yes, but I'm saying tonight he'd actually I think I think was hot and he lived up to what we thought he was going to be coming in, and the crowd was super behind him. You know, I, I think yeah. That, I think that this was a this was a strong turning point for Page as far as actually getting um, to the spot where he was he probably was pushed to too quickly because they needed they needed that title match. Whereas I think right I think now he's at the he, he was actually developing into where he deserves to be in that spot. Yeah, that's and that does make sense. And but he got the win. He got the good promo at the end. Um, he's got a new T-shirt now uh, with the cowboy shit. Um, I've already got two pacers. I mean, I have to buy a third one now. <laughs> you're gonna have to, yeah. <laughs> I think you're gonna have to. There's gonna be a cowboy shit shirt. You know that. You know, pro wrestling tees already has it made. Well, I've said so many times on the sh- on our shows before that we that you know we need to support independent pro wrestling and support, support our pro wrestlers that we love. So clearly, I have to put my money where my mouth is again. And you're gonna have to buy another another shirt, yeah. All right. Well, I don't. I mean, I don't do you have anything my, else? I don't even have my drawers for another shirt. I my closet's full now after all the ones I've been getting lately. So, um, but I I don't have anything else. I mean, I thought it was it had some down spots, and this is the first first time I felt like they've had down spots. I'm really surprised that you thought the Cody stuff was a down spot because I it was, it, it just went on way too long. It just went on way too long. It was like long. three minutes. It felt like forty five. I thought the entire show the, watching, felt like it went really quickly. I, I, watch, I did not well, yeah, the rest of it for did. Two hours. The rest of it did, but that that segment when they were in that in the limo and Tony's telling his story, that segment felt like it took a half an hour. It just seemed to keep going on and on and on. I totally disagree with you, but what else is new? Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> Hit the plugs. Other than that. You know, I'll still. It's a must-watch show. It's. I'm. I still. I. There's a lot to look forward to. Um. I want to see how the elite responds next week to the way the inner circle treated them this week. Yeah, definitely. And that, that's the thing is that you know we want to keep on watching the show. You know, and um, I think they've done a great five weeks of building up to the pay-per-view, and now next week. Ne- wow, next week shows the go home, man. Yep. Yeah, so I'm. That's why I'm interested to see how they're going to play this. Are they going to play it with Inner Circle still being on top going into the pay per view, or is are the Elite going to get some of their uh, some of their momentum back? It, it's I'm and, actually and, 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 I, and I'm and you know I, I assume that Dustin's going to be injured, but I'm totally down if they decide to, to add Dustin versus Jake and uh, you know in a big brawl to uh, to full gear because I I'd love to see that. Well, they're going to have to now that Paige has got something else going on. Um. Well, they could, I don't they, know, could I, Hager, they could keep Hager from wrestling for a while too. I mean, that, I don't know what the keep, deal is with uh, with Bellator, but uh, but the, the I, fact is that you know if Dustin and is interested, then you know they he could lose to Jake and set up another match too. So, fun yeah. stuff. 
Yeah, and this this is how a wrestling show should be written. It leaves you wanting more. It it makes you want to tune in next week to see what goes on. Yes. So I, I'm I'm enjoying it. I'm still enjoying it. Even though this one was the weakest of the five for me, I still really enjoyed it. And that's saying a lot because the first four episodes were just amazing. And this one, I thought, just had a couple of down spots. But the wrestling on the show was probably it was on par with every other episode they've had. And better than last week's. And better than last week's, yeah. I will say that the in-ring performances this week were better than last week's. Yeah, I thought so too. And I, and I, like I said, I loved all this, all the storyline developments. And you missed the Brandy ones. So you have to go back and watch that. But I, yeah, that might have seen seeing that might have sparked a little bit more. But I felt like the outside the ring stuff or outside the, um, you know, the typical wrestling beatdowns and stuff like that. Their backstage promos. I, I felt like it bordered more borderline more entertainment than than actually wrestling show which disappointed me, but I think most of that was because I was so down on that, that limo scene. Yeah. And I, and, and I think if you went back and watched it again, you know, at, you know, it, in, you know, maybe outside the rest of the show, you wouldn't feel the same way, but maybe possibly, I possibly. I just felt like was, it sucked. Cause I, was in, Cause I was intrigued by the whole thing. Personally. I just felt like it was more building Cody up for some, uh, for something that he's already built up for. We 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 get it. He's a busy guy. He's a CEO. You know, he's um, a you know executive. He's got all these other plates. We get the lineage between him and his dad, and you know his family. Why do we have to keep slamming it down our throats? And I felt like the entire story that he was telling about Dusty, that Tony was telling about Dusty, was just more of slamming this legacy down our throats, which we are already. We love Cody because of it already. See, it doesn't thought, need and, and I felt the other jammed. way around. I, I felt like it was more like, you know, showing that showing Tony's relationship with with Dusty and with Cody. Like Tony, you know, is is coming kind of stepping into 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 Dusty's shoes and kind of being a mentor to Cody, um, at least on the strategy side. Yeah, maybe. I guess I I looked at it differently, but that's you know that's me. Every that's that's the, I've said it before. I'll say it again. Pro wrestling fan. Yeah. Right. That's we've we've been saying it for years. That's the beauty of being a pro wrestling fan. Everybody's got a different taste. Everybody sees things differently, and you find what you like and you stick with it. There's there's no right or wrong with wrestling fans. It's all subjective to your personal feelings. You find what you like and you stick with it until you don't like it anymore. And then you find something else. Indeed, because there's always the world of wrestling changing all around you. And I, I was and thinking, there's so much of it to like right now. I mean, there's Impact, there's MLW, there's NXT, uh, there's NJPW, there's Ring of Honor. If you like WWE, you like them. But uh, I mean, there's just so much in the world of wrestling right now. And it, and, it, and you know, AEW to me hits the overall sweet spot for a combination of everything. So. Yep, I agree. I agree. Um, you know, and. NWA has been putting on some strong shows. MLW is still. Them. Yeah, I should, I'm sorry. I should have said that because because Power yesterday was so good. I really enjoyed Power yesterday. And MLW has been solid for a year and a half now. Um, Ring of Honor, I have some issues, but I, I can't blame it all on them. Of course, we know what we're getting with NJPW. Um, you're just going to get excellent main event after main event after main event match on every card you see. Um, you know, and then of course, like you said, there's the WWE fans, the NXT fans, and so on. There's there's something for everybody. You just need to find what you like and support it. Plain and simple. And then come to us because we cover all of it except for one brand. <laughs> speaking of uh, 
NJPW, I don't even know if we'll have time to cover World Tag League at all this year. I, we didn't get all of it last year either, did we? I don't think so. Um, but, you know, we do need to talk a little bit about Rollins on Monday. So there may be a little bit of WWE talk on Monday. Sorry, everyone. Why? Just frustrated. I'm going to Rollins. Should I read it up on it? No, nah, don't bother. I'll fill you in. I. Um, the uh, It's just more Rollins being Rollins and his stupidity. Um, I, got, I got another eye in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I heard it. I'm choosing to ignore the eyes from now on. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, check out our, our our YouTube channel. Um, you'll hear this show probably I. in pieces, probably in pieces since we had so many technical difficulties. But uh, YouTube dot Kingdom or YouTube slash Kingdom of Honor. Uh, go there, hit like on the videos. You know, hit the subscribe button. The more you do, the better we. And and of course, you know, click it. Let it listen to it in the background. Um, while you're doing your other stuff, uh, also our Patreon page, and we'll have the hey, I listen full to the podcast in the shower. Listen to us in the shower; it'll, it'll, it'll be sure to wake you up. Yeah, especially my voice. Um, the uh, you'll be able to find the full uncut version of this on Patreon probably tomorrow night. I'm not going to get to it tonight because I got I got an early start tomorrow, but I'll probably more than likely get it up tomorrow night on on Patreon and also on Twitter. And um, you know everywhere else, but that's patreon.com slash kingdom of honor. Go there, support us. It's the best way to support us is to uh, you know help us out a little bit so we can continue to bring you this product. Uh, and then of course Twitter. I'm at Regi Co-op. He's at Zanman L O P. I use hashtag K O H and hashtag D A D K O H for Kingdom of Honor. D A D for this very show, Dynamite After Dark. If you want to find us, you can. Someone just threw the parking brake on. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, look us up on Twitter, um, Facebook. Find us there as well. But uh, those are our three main ones. Um, Patreon slash Kingdom of Honor, YouTube slash Kingdom of Honor, and Twitter. Um, that's all I got, man. And don't forget, you can listen to all the other all the LLP radio shows also on YouTube. They're, they're going on YouTube about a day after they, uh, they go up on LLP radio. And on Spreaker, and um, I think I think Imp is experimenting with trying to go live with it one of these nights on his Imp's Radio Adventure, which which guess what is also tomorrow night. So so stay tuned for that on Fridays. We have the right side of the pond. Uh, today was also Sports Entertainment is Dead, which I believe Sir Sam was on there along with uh, Plan talking about the Roman Reigns versus Undertaker match from WrestleMania 34. Four? Why? I don't know, but but they were. Uh, All right, well, <laughs> and then I uh, guess do what you like. That's what we've been saying. Now to prep you guys for Kingdom of Honor, Jeff and I will be watching the first ever MLW pay per view Saturday Night Super Fight together this coming Saturday, and then we'll be joining you on Monday to talk about it on, on KOH. So um, watch, get caught up in MLW. Spend the 20 bucks on Fight to watch Saturday Night Super Fight because it should be an awesome show. And then we'll be with you on Monday to talk about that and back with you next Wednesday with more Dynamite After Dark. Until then, this has been Dynamite After Dark. And You forgot your name again, got. didn't you? We'll try to do better next time. I forgot what? Your name again, didn't you? <laughs> no. Oh. This is George saying, Long days, pleasant nights. And, and Philip saying, saying goodbye. 
Climax 27. Goodbye. And good night.